listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John and Pemba and James Grande. What is going on, FA Nation? John and Pemba here with James Grande. Welcome to the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook podcast and live stream here on the Monday main slate. Eight games we here on the Better Sports Network and Fantasy Alarm social channels. Giving you our first look here, James, on a Monday. Eight games, Coors Field on the slate. How we doing, my man? Doing good. Happy Monday. Uh, Coors Field, eight games. Um, should be an interesting slate overall. Um, really good top-end pitching. Very interesting, I'd say, value pitching. Uh, seeing some pricing once again. So right. uh, should be a, should be a banger here on this Monday. Yeah, I agree with you. Eight games to kick it off here. Before we get into breaking down tonight's DraftKings main slate, uh, shout out to our friends over at Real Time Fantasy Sports, rtsports.com slash alarm. Promo code alarm23 gets new users who sign up a 100% deposit match up to $200. You can enter their DFS Pick'em contest. Myself or Howard Bender generally has uh, some pick plays available over on our YouTube and Twitter channels. Uh, but if you're not into the DFS Pick'em plays, of course, they have their Fantasy football tournaments over there, both best ball and redraft seasonal championships are going on now. You can use that deposit bonus over there to sign up and take part because fantasy football, believe it or not, is in fact here. Preseason games already underway. Uh, only a few Sundays left before kickoff, James. So a lot of great things happening. No better time than now to take part on what's going on over at RT Sports. Uh, switching pages here now over to DraftKings, though. Again, we're looking at this main slate at eight games. Uh, we'll have to check out the weather right now. Again, the Northeast is potentially dealing with some rain. Uh, Pittsburgh and New York on the slate here, uh, the one game that we'll have to tune into. Uh, when we go live at 5 o'clock Eastern, I'll be live at 5 p.m. Eastern time, joined by Justin Fensterman uh, for this show here this evening. James and the get the day off from the live stream here by Fency and I. We're breaking down the 5 o'clock live stream for you all. I'll be on the playbook as well today. So uh, any and all updates pertaining to weather, lineups, you got it. I'll cover it uh, and get you guys ready to dominate here this evening. Uh, let's just kick it off, though. Again, Coors Field is on slate, so we always have to keep that in mind. But top price pitching here, Max Scherzer's at 11K at home against the Angels. Tyler Glass now on the road against the Giants at 10-8. Max Freed here at home against the Yankees at $9,400, your top three. Price pitchers, uh, Glass now. I think he missed his last start. Was it due to the, the back injury or back spasm? So that's always a little bit concerning for a guy that is just like notoriously injured. Yep. Uh, you have Scherzer at 11K going up against the Angels and Freed here against the Yankees. How are you feeling about pitching top end pitching on the slate? Yeah, so I have a lot of interest in the top two. Freed, not so much. The Yankees, if there's one thing that they've done kind of like throughout, it's been hit lefties i mean even when you look at like anthony volpe for instance like all of his numbers have come against left-handed pitching this year since the all-star break yankees have an 826 team ops that's sixth highest in baseball um 208 iso john that's sixth in baseball so not so much on freed coming off you know a bad start against pittsburgh maybe a little rust considering it's only two starts into his return um I am perfectly fine getting up to Scherzer and Glass now. Uh, Scherzer's looked great in his last two starts, 24, 26 fantasy points. He's been a lot better after a rocky right. start to the year. Um, I mean, even just his last 10 starts in general, 6-2, and two, 338 ERA, the, the batting average against like 18 points lower. 
Um, we know the Angels strike out a whole bunch, so that's a great spot. And then, honestly, if Glasnow, he threw a 15-pitch bullpen, according to, you know, this DraftKings note right. here. Um, and as long as he is going to make the start, it's a fantastic spot. Like, um, San Francisco has been abysmal offensively just against every split, but since the All-Star break, they're dead last in OPS, dead last in Woba against right-handed pitching. And that's a team. this is a team that stinks against lefties too. So right. they're really just not hitting anybody. Uh, and now you have a guy, you know, in – I mean, look at the look at the outings. from uh, Literally since June, 20, June 20th was the last time he didn't give us 23 fantasy points, right? And he's coming off 30 and 30 – 31 and 31 his last two outings. So um, I really like Glass now. Great ballpark to pitch into in San Francisco. So I'm in on Scherzer, in on Glass now. Uh, a little out on Max Fried. Okay. The price point for Freed to me is appealing, but I get sure. sort of the hesitation. They are working him up pitch count wise. Um, I like that he is home here. Obviously, Yankees sometimes have the benefit of playing uh, in that home ballpark, conducive to some scoring for them here. Um, I'd be willing to go Freed if no one's going to be in on him. I think we wouldn't come up with ownerships later on in the day uh, if there's some value to be had at $9,400. Because, you I mean, I mean, he is a pretty elite pitcher. So, like, when healthy sure. and right, generally he's been fairly dominant. So, uh, willing to give him a look. Uh, after that, I think it's I think it's kind of interesting, right? Because, I mean, you Darvish against Baltimore isn't really a spot I'm entirely looking to go. But you Darvish did f- come through for us, you know, for a while now. So, you know, d- are you believing in this current run of you? Or are we going to run into – an O's lineup that, you know, has Adley and Gunner and Mullins back and all them, and they, they hit home runs on them. Like, how are you feeling about this 8K guy, a, a range of you, Darvish, Merrill Kelly, uh, you know, and going into Colorado as well? Well, out on Kelly, just I know he's been good and Colorado hasn't, but uh, mm, I guess I shouldn't say out on Kelly, but uh, less bullish on Kelly than normal. It is a great price, so I'll say that for Kelly. Yeah. Uh, the Darvish thing... Like Baltimore's offense hasn't really been good. Let's face it. Like Seattle's offense, Seattle's pitching really neutralized them this week. And I know Seattle's off pitching can be really good at times. Like that's, you know, why they're back in this race that they're in. Their pitching has definitely um, led them since the Ulster break against right-handed pitching 683 team OPS for Baltimore. That's 24th 295 Woba is 26th. And that's against right-handed pitching. They also have a 24.9% striker rate over that time. So, like, the Baltimore offense that's been there all year hasn't been there lately, and it's been largely better against left-handed pitching. Even when you look at their numbers, ninth and ISO since the break, their OPS, their 13th, like, they're a better offense against left-handed pitching. So um, I'm willing to trust the data towards, you know, recent form Orioles. Um so I'm okay getting to Darvish here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I would outside of the Pittsburgh start. You know, he's been really good. Only one start dating back to the Philly starts. So a one, two, three, four, five, six. One start of two earned runs or, or more than two earned runs over yeah. his last six. So yeah, I'd be willing to get to Darvish in the spot. It's a it's a good spot for what Baltimore's been against right-handed pitching. Yeah, again, it's more so like what you know. We know Baltimore can hit for power, but again, uh, the way Darvish has been pitching, 
Uh, those who may have felt a little burned by that start against Pittsburgh, he's bounced back nicely, even in some tougher right. spots. Uh, I do still like Merrick Kelly again. I think Colorado's not that good. And yeah, it's okay. It's good. You know, Kelly's a guy that has generally kept the ball on the ground. So, um, you know, good on him there for, for Colorado. And like you mentioned, um, you're getting a price drop on him because he's pitching in cores. The guy's been yeah. a 9K plus pitcher for a lot of this year. Um, so getting him at 81 feels like a good value. Um, because when we dip below, I mean, we have Brady Singer pitching really well going up against Seattle. Yeah. Schmidt against Atlanta. We're definitely not going to touch that. J.B. Sears against St. Louis is like mildly, like mildly yeah. interesting, but not, you know, I mean, it could go either way. I mean, St. Right. Louis obviously has some guys starting to heat up, turning around. Still not all that great. You know, Sandoval against Scherzer in Texas, not going to go there. Mikolas against Oakland at home. I mean, it's Oakland. I bet ownership's here. He's been pitching really well the last couple of starts. So, you know, 7K miles Mikolas, probably your chalky value today. Yeah, Singer, to just circle back to Singer, I'm definitely in. If this is the version we're going to get, I mean, it's hard not to just at least consider him um, because he was this good last year, too. Right. Like, he... He had a breakout season last year, and he got off to a terrible start. Last ten starts, three fifty-two ERA compared to five hundred five on the on the year, and obviously, due to this recent stretch, it was a lot higher before when it started. Um, you know, two earned runs are less in four straight starts. He's getting deep into games outside the Cleveland start. It's really been pretty good. Yeah, keeping the ball park has been huge, right? Like he's yep. only given up four homers over the last ten starts. They give up nine home runs over the previous thirteen. Right. So right. keeping the ball in the park, certainly going to be conducive to success. So, yeah, I, I would get the singer, but I largely agree. Like Mikolas is going to probably be chalky. I know Galoff homered twice on Sunday. He was a cover boy of Justin Vreeland's playbook. So shout out to, to Vreeland there. Seriously. Yeah. Um, but I would probably go to Mikolas, even um, looking at some numbers, Oakland still bottom 10 in the league in both OPS and Woba against right into pitching since the break. So like they're improving. It's like 21st in the league. Um, you know I'm a sucker for Grayson Rodriguez too. I it's a it's a interesting play. San Diego's like right smack dab in the middle of the pack against right-handed pitching since the break. So like I'm iffy about it, but he's 12, 16, 19, 18 fantasy points in four straight starts. We're starting to get like topper overall prospect in baseball type vibes from Grayson Rodriguez again. So or pitching prospect. So uh I might get to him and but, you know, eh, it's also, like, yeah. a little scary. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I, I agree with you. Um, there isn't really a lot more to want to touch upon down here. I guess, like, do we go to the long reliever Shamanaya the way he's been pitching, right? Like, But is it – I mean, we don't even know. We don't even have confirmation, like – there was four. There was five and two thirds, four and two thirds, and two thirds, two thirds, one, one and two thirds of an inning, and then four innings. Like yeah. my my assumption, obviously, in your, in your to your point, could be one hundred percent right. Like I don't know, they have him as a PLR. I think they'd use him for multiple innings. But you're you're correct. We don't know. We, we well, could, didn't didn't it happen the other day where like someone was supposed to come in the game and then there was it, Alex Wood didn't come in the game and he came in like 
third. Well, well they use yeah, they used Junis for an inning. I mean, that's and, just and like... then they used uh Wood after that for like three, I think. Okay. So uh I would probably instead of doing that, I'd probably just go back to the Emerson Hancock well at four. Okay. They didn't touch his price. He I know. pitched pretty well in that game. I would uh, say against San Diego, I mean, five innings, two earned. I mean, for a guy that you're reading off some of those numbers at AAA early on, and they were pretty dreadful. Yep. Uh, good debut. <laughs> does does he do it against KC the way they're swinging? Well, you know, at 4K, might as well find out, right? Right. Yeah. If you're playing multiple lineups, I think you know it's worth a worth a dart. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, let's move on over to the infield position here. Talk about some of your t- your favorite spend ups. Uh, at the position today. So Matt Olson, no surprise, gets lefty We know, or gets a righty. Clark Schmidt, we know, we've said it literally a thousand times this year. Clark Schmidt, sucks, he, he sucks against lefties. That's where he struggles. So right off the bat, Olsen at $6,500, Albies at $6,000 would probably be like the first two guys. Um, we should look Gallo, at... Gallo's up to 45, huh? Crazy. I mean, dude, like, I mean, I know. He's, 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 he is, he is that dude right now. Um, it is crazy to see, um, Bobby Witt, if you're not playing Hancock, like he's been hitting righties and lefties the same. He's been equally, he mashes equally against whoever, uh, obviously the JP Sears play, you know, is something. So like Nolan Arenado, 5,600, he's still hitting lefties extremely well this year. The Mets are a little interesting. I know they've been terrible, but like at least Alonzo versus Priester is kind of interesting. I mean, Priester, dude, like they're still just, he's still giving up so many runs, like yeah. four, three, five, four, seven earned runs. He, he is not allowed less than three earned runs in any singular start he's made yet. Um, he's not missing bats. So I, I could definitely see myself. He's got 35 home runs, right? Everybody's yeah. giving all, all the <laughs> yeah. flowers to Olsen Otani and rightfully so because they're on another planet. But, I mean, Pete Alonso sitting there with 35 homers and 87 RBI is just, like, right on their tail. So, yep. um, and, and a lot of this production has been coming of late, to your, yep. to your point, too. So, uh, yeah, definitely definitely like that. We'll have to watch the weather, obviously, um, you know, when it comes to that game there as well. But uh, good call-outs there for some uh, top-priced guys. Arizona obviously. Arizona as well, obviously. Yeah, I mean, you're in cores. I mean, with that kind of is, is a given – um that we're going to be in on some of their uh, some of their plays here uh, who's pitching against them there flex chris flexen oh flexen <laughs> yeah i mean that i mean the arizona offense has been struggling a little bit as, yeah. as a guy who has corbin carroll on his roto league he's sitting about like 190 yeah. for the month yeah, so uh, could really you know could really use, use a break that <laughs> to catch you know you know i've been left by a co-host of mine in that league so true true need to uh need to work my way back into some contention so um <laughs> we're yeah. fighting for green we're fighting for green right now yeah man. we're fighting for, we're for the, fighting the, for the money bubble right now so and, and the places <laughs> above us not too far off either um no, true, would true. you go any san diego against grayson rodriguez here yeah i mean look Again, Grayson's been better lately, but we saw deficiencies early in the year. Lefties gave him a lot of issues, right? And and to be fair, like the righties are probably the more predominant pieces of this lineup outside of yeah. Soto. But like him has been amazing. Bogarts had a huge night the other night, and Manny Machado still exists in the world. So like, yeah, I, I wouldn't be against playing any of those okay. guys. Uh, looking at some value here, you mentioned obviously. 
uh, Volpe and his numbers against lefties. If you're not mm. in on Freed here, he's $3,200. Um, recent numbers, not great, but a couple of homers and a stolen base to his name. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe getting it done for you at short. Yeah, um, I'm pulling up the lefty okay. splits now because he has litter, dude. It's been it's been sad to see. Um, so against lefties, and again, small sample: five hundred six slug, eight forty six OPS, two sixty four ISO, three sixty woba. I mean, that's like so the for just the OPS context, it's two hundred and forty points higher than his OPS against right handed pitching. It's nice. That's. Insane, like that's that's one stating how bad he is against righties, and two stating that he is actually formidable, like very very formidable. Short has some good value. I mean, uh, Tommy Edmond gets a lefty here in Sears, which will you know lead off probably. Dude, he's been amazing against. Dude, oh my god, amazing against. Yeah, he's been really good against them. Low pop lately too. Three uh three homers on a stolen base for Tommy Edmond the last ten for him. Um, and then uh, Duran here against Sandoval for Texas short and third eligibility uh, for some value. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been on William Contreras or Wilson Contreras lately. He's thirty six hundred dollars at catcher against Sears. So you know we'll probably find ourselves going to the cards here uh, a lot in this in these matchups. Yeah, and he hits lefties. Like, dude, the middle of the cards lineup is going to be extremely yeah. popular because. They're still free, and we're gonna get to the fr- their outfield still free. Like Contreras had, you know, in that matchup uh, with the lefty on the mound the other night, three for three, a double, a home run, five ribbies, thirty six fantasy points. Like that's what he's been yeah. against left handed pitching lately. Uh, I'll I'll give a catcher a shout. Mitch Garver, thirty five hundred, has been scorching earth. Yeah, I don't know if you saw earlier today the Diamondbacks designated for assignment Carson Kelly. Uh, $2,500 yep. Gabriel Moreno sitting there against Chris Flexen in Colorado. Gotta think there'll be some rostership on that name, right? Should be, right? Min- I mean, almost a mid-price catcher in course, right? They, dude, they gotta play. Like, the, he was good until, basically until Kelly came back and then he was like a part-time catcher who couldn't yeah. hit anymore because he wasn't getting enough opportunity. So, um... Yeah, I think he's going to be really popular. He should be really popular. He's a, it's a really good play. Yep. Uh, any other infielders you want to discuss? Um, oh, Jonah Heim off the IL here, yeah. John. Uh, didn't, didn't see that one. Um, could still be. I mean, still be the way Garber's mm-hmm. been playing, though. Still pretty good for him there. True. I mean, they play them both. They play them both every day. Yeah. So like, one D, one, one DHs, one catches. Uh, Massey, I'll Massey. Still give a shout at three K. Um, yep. worth just kind of throwing into some lineups potentially there. Um, and if you think if you think that Manaya is the long man, Paredes at 4K, second and third base eligibility. Uh, we know yes, we sir. know the power that is that he possesses there uh, in that lineup for him. So uh, my just a couple more names to be on your radar again. We'll have a full playbook out for everybody here uh, a little bit later on in the morning and afternoon. Those who are watching this morning. Uh, on the Badner Sports Network and Fantasy Alarm Channels. Uh, outfield, top price guys. Ron Lacuna is still 67. We've t- discussed Otani. You got Judge here. Corbin Carroll against Flexen in cores will probably be pretty popular. Uh, Adolis, yep. Soto under 6K, $5,600. Uh, where are you putting your money on? Any of sure. them. Um, I mean, even Otani's live for a home run. It's not like Scherzer. I mean, Scherzer's given up 24 home runs this year. Right, so would it surprise you to see Hotani who hit his forty first on nope. uh, Sunday? Would it 
I would play Otani as a one-off. Um, I'd definitely play Acuna against Schmidt, even though Schmidt's been good against righties. I'd play Judge. He's been good against lefties. Um, but you're ultimately right. Corbin Carroll is going to be the most popular player. Uh, I would play Adolis at 58. He's been really good lately. I would play Soto against Grayson Rodriguez. Um, I'd pretty much play just for everyone who's 5K. Honestly, other than maybe Randy or Rosarena. Yeah. Who's, I, at least he's coming to life, but like, is it, I don't think I want to pay nah, 5,400. Probably him. not. I don't, I don't think I'm really going to be in on much of Tampa outside of like, you know, if, if we know for sure Manai, but then we don't know. So it's kind of tough to peg right. uh, down. Right. Uh, under 5K, there's obviously some names here. Some guys are sort of similar. Ozuna and Santan are basically home run or bust uh, with those two guys at 46 and 45. Um, you know, again, Santander has the power against righties. We actually looked at this up the other day. Uh, this season, yep. unlike past seasons, actually hitting righties a little bit better than lefties. Um, Nolan Jones, we talk a lot about Merrick Kelly's reverse splits guy, so maybe not spot for him here. Uh, Michael Harris at $4,400 yep. uh, is an elite yeah. play. I've been touting him for uh, you and I both talking him up a lot lately. Um, hard to beat at 4400 bucks. Yeah, he's an elite play. Again, Clark Schmidt's deficiencies lie against left-handed bats. So I would, man, just hit this guy higher in the lineup. Please. It's fun. Oh, the thing is, man. like, where? It's, it's yeah. Where, where do they, do they hit him lead off and shift Touché. everybody down? Touché. Do you hit him second Touché. and shift everybody down one? Do you just hit him above Darno and Murphy? Like, whoever, hit, him, <laughs> hit him ahead of Lozuna? You know, but, but, but yeah. I think, honestly, is that they like him hitting ahead of Acuna, Acuna, yeah. In the second, the next time around the lineup, because he's like a legitimate hitter. So, uh, yep. you know, because Acuna, you know, is a guy that has a lot of RBI, and it's mostly because Harris is on base. So, um, True. you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, Tyler O'Neill's thirty-seven hundred dollars. Um, guy will be probably be in That's- in on Leoti is at thirty-six. I w- I would like to just circle back to Brian Reynolds. Sure, keep uh, up forty-three hundred. Double don double donged on Sunday. Um, what are the Carrasco numbers against so, lefties? Earlier this year, they were pretty good. So In fact, got, he's a so he's a switch hitter though, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, well, he's gonna bet. Well, you're right. He's gonna bat lefty. Oh, right. but I have them up because yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to look because I know that was the thing. They're getting bad versus both okay. splits. Three eighty eight woba allowed against righties. Three fifty eight woba okay. got allowed against lefties. So he's been just kind of. And and you look at it, two eighty seven Babip, only gonna get keep continuing yeah. to get worse. Six twenty four FIP, five fifty two X FIP to lefties. Okay. Like things are just trending in the wrong direction for Koki Carrasco against left. Yeah, for sure. Uh, left handed bats. Um, anybody else uh, value guys for you? Swinski, I guess at thirty three uh, though too. If you're in on on yeah, on sure. him, gonna have a lot of power. Yeah, I love the shouts. The shouts you gave to um to. Tyler O'Neill, he'll he's like been my like literal plug and play every time there's a lefty on the mound. Honestly, almost every time that he's been on the yeah. slate lately, um, he's been monstrous against lefties this year specifically. Uh, Melendez down there at 3100, he continues to be awesome um, at the dish. Grossman will be in the lineup we know against a lefty. He's been good lately. If you want to play him, um, and then you drop below. Alec I mean, Thomas. What is it? 
Yeah, I was going to say, what is Arizona going to do? They, they probably play Alec Thomas in the outfield. Yeah, they're not going to play Fam against a righty, probably, right? So. Yeah, probably not Fam. That looks like it's it. Uh, you and Fency will cover probably. Yeah, we'll get some. We'll have that. some official lineups for the five o'clock show, so we'll know kind of where we want to go with it. Um, you know, build some lineups out then. But uh, let's give a first look lineup here for everybody at home. Uh, I'm I'm fine plugging Max. You want to do Max and okay. Miles? Yep, Max and Miles. Uh, catcher Gabe Moreno. Twenty-five hundred yep. bucks. Do you want to go him or or uh, Contreras? Hmm. Wilson. Wilson got the Wilson got the pop. All right, Wilson first base. If we can, is Olson our top spend? Like, what's our top spend? Do you think? I mean, <laughs> is he like? Probably he, spending up on Olsen is ne- it's never Olsen and Harris. Spend. I guess we try to like plug. Yeah. Where's our what's our ultimate values then? Melendez maybe thirty one. Volpe thirty two. Volpe at thirty two. I kind of wanted to go Edmund there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Edmonds. I mean, Edmund's cheap thirty nine. Uh, so we do Edmund. O'Neill. Massey maybe. Yes, Massey is. Yeah, Massey's a good play. And we can just kind of go Melendez with them too. Yep. Like it's just thirty-seven fifty for a third and an outfielder. If you play O'Neill, and then we could probably play, dude. I mean, Brian Hayes homered a freaking gen over the weekend on Saturday. Yeah, um, that's fine by me. Or on on Friday, yeah. I mean. Because nobody else really, nobody else really down here, so. Him or Dur- it's him or Duran probably right at third like or you play Jace Peterson because he's in. Course, I, mean, I don't but... think Carrasco's anything, so I'm good. I'm good with this as a, as a initial build lineup here. We got three guys against Sears. Uh, we got a little two man Atlanta stack, two man Kansas City stack, one off of Pitt. Uh, spend up for Max value play on Miles here. Uh, first look at Monday's eight-game main slate. Again, we'll have a full playbook out, and myself and Justin Fensterman will be live at 5 o'clock Eastern time to break down the slate for everybody. Uh, like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already done. Turn those notifications on so you won't miss tonight's show. For now, James and I will be back tomorrow. We'll talk to you later.